and welcome to a toast to rom-coms. Still yet another quarantine edition. Will it ever end? I don't know. I was watching um, Sebastian Stan read a little kid's book today. And like in it, he goes, and with our friends. And then he went for the parents like a year from now. (laughs) That's depressing and funny at the same time. He is hilarious in the best way. I really do love him. Don't tell don't tell James. I won't. I'm I'm pretty sure he knows though. Oh, okay. Is he standing right behind me? No, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I am Marie. I'm Allison Marie. <laughs> I'm Allison. That's been a long day for you over there. It really has. I think it can only get better with copious amounts of alcohol. Which then we better get this moving. Oh yeah. Uh, today we're talking about what number on the list is this? I don't even bother checking since you have a list on your wall. <gasps> it's n- n- number. Sorry, I got confused because we're going out of order. I was like, it's not number nine. That's the shop around the corner. It is number six, City Lights. City Lights, a Charlie Chaplin movie. I was surprised that it was a silent film on this list. Really? Mm -hmm. I don't know. And I was actually looking into this. Going into this movie, I expected it to be silent because it was Charlie Chaplin. But I was looking up details about him because he seems like he has an interesting story. Mm -hmm. Um, And he didn't start speaking in movies until much, much later. Yeah, it was a whole big thing. He could have. Like, I think this was his first film where, like, they recorded it with sound as it was going. Mm -hmm. But he didn't. Yeah. Some might say... He should have. So you did not care for this film? That's the second time I've seen it. And Bernard was like, <gasps> oh, yeah, I had seen it before. It's on AFI's top 100 movies. Yeah. And so Bernard was sitting in the back of the room reading and he's like, I just can't. I'm like, it's OK. No one should have to sit through this twice. <laughs> At least it was less than an hour and a half. It was less than an hour and a half, but I still could not do it in one sitting. I made it to 40 minutes and I called it quits. I was like, I'm done. I can't. I can't anymore. I didn't mind it. Do I think it deserves the number six spot? No, absolutely not. But I found it pleasantly surprising. I do think it hasn't aged well. Mm -hmm. Like, I think it's just, you know, old. But I did laugh a few times. I can't wait to... Like, there were a couple times in my notes where I wrote, ha. Yeah. Like, so so you laughed too. Yeah. Yeah. Just not out loud. I laughed through my pen. (laughs) (laughs) No, there were... There was a once I think I laughed out loud. Okay. All right, so give us the rundown of this movie so we can finally, finally, finally take a drink of this drink. Okay. So, City Lights came out 1931. It is starring Charlie Chaplin, which is very funny. His IMDb profile says Charles Chaplin. It's very formal. 
Uh, <laughs> I just thought it was funny. Virginia Cheryl, I think, is how her last name would be pronounced. That sounds right. Um, Harry Myers as the rich dude. And it, that's pretty much it. Like, those are the main characters. Yeah. Um, I agree. Like, you had the grandma, you had the butler. Yeah. That's uh, really about it. Um, so... It was directed by Charles Chaplin, and it was also written by Charles Chaplin. And that, I wonder his autobiography. It had to have been Charles, right? Maybe. I don't know. After looking stuff up after this movie, I kind of want to read the autobiography. Oh, you did read all the facts to them? No, I didn't. I just started reading scandalous facts like that were in the trivia and then i went on a wikipedia like dive on all of his wives oh oh, i can't wait to hear all of that yeah good final thoughts if anything stay tuned listeners if you get bored just come back later (laughs) if you like let it play (laughs) come back Uh, so the drink to go with this, it's called the Charlie Chaplin, but we're doing our own version of it just because it's quarantine, quarantine pandemic, one can't just go run out. We did. Th- so we're recording these out of order right now for the reason that we had um, we're shipping lots of alcohol to us so we can make drinks for the other podcast. So this one, we could kind of tailor it to um, the Charlie Chaplin cocktail. So it's supposed to be slow gin, apricot, brandy, and lime juice with the lime garnish. Um, if you check out the Instagram at Toasty Romcoms, you will see the picture to that and Allison's sad, sad, sad little lime garnish on it. Yes. I, you know, I, it's, it's fine. <laughs> but you got, you got your fresh lime juice. I did. I, whereas mine's just from a bottle. We, um, we went to Trader Joe's and they had a great deal on limes. Gotta love me some limes. Mm-hmm. So we just have brandy and gin, not apricot brandy or slow gin. So, and I don't really care for slow gin. I think it's... I don't, I've never had it. It's a very pretty color, but I think it's very bitter. Like okay. very, very bitter. What color is it? Red. Oh, and it, unexpected. It honestly kind of reminds me of Campari a little bit, but I was that's what I was Ooh. doing right now. I was seeing if it has any kind of Campari stuff in it, and it doesn't. It's a red liqueur made with gin and slows. What are slows, you might ask? I don't know. <laughs> slows are the fruit of Prunus spinosa, a relative of the plum. So... There you go. I wonder if it makes you poop. I've had it. I don't remember pooping a lot before, but I did have very cheesy fries. So I brought. I no, bet. just the, just the slow. Oh. Not the drink. Just the slow. <laughs> like if if it's like prunes, makes you go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this has been your daily uh, dose of my bowel movements. <laughs> You can never have enough. Uh, I disagree. (laughs) Uh, On the subject of poop, 
Nice. Cheers. Cheers. I was expecting worse. I'm not going to lie. It's very, it's very tart. No, I cannot chase it with something sweet. That would be a horrible <laughs> idea. You know what I have downstairs that I might go grab? What's that? <laughs> there, there it is. Corona. Oh, we tried to get a keg of it. Oh, really? Yeah, we tried to get a six of a keg of it, you know, as a tribute. Yes. But it was a no-go. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, it is. It is something. Wow. That is very strong. Did you taste it, Bernard? You said you didn't think it was that bad. Yeah, I've had had worse, worse. too. (laughs) I've had worse. I've had worse. (laughs) Yeah, I Uh, agree with him. I heard him in the background. He said that the lime is the problem and he cut it in half. I think that is wise. You did cut it in half? You're going to. He's going to cut it. Oh, yeah, because I want to do that. Yeah, he, so he. this is true to recipe except for the whole slow gin apricot thing. So he said next time he'll cut the lime in half and see if that helps. Okay. All right, so the drinks. Um, very tart. Very, very, very tart. I don't know how we're going to do two of these. But we got to. But we got to. The only time we never did two, it was because we were both on the verge of puking. Not because of drunkenness. Because Campari is the worst. (laughs) Campari is the worst. If you drink Negronis or anything with Campari in it, you can go straight to hell. (laughs) (laughs) But still keep listening. (laughs) Rate, review, subscribe. That's right. That was, if you're interested in listening to that podcast, that was my sister's sister. It's one of our weaker ones. So if you don't want to listen to it, you don't have to. <laughs> you could listen to the first 15 minutes where all we do is, oh my God, it's like a skunk died in my <laughs> mouth. I remember I kept trying not to close my mouth. I kept trying to go like this. <laughs> if I tasted what was on my tongue, I was like, it's fine if you don't swallow <laughs> that's what she said that's what she said thank you <laughs> oh my gosh all right you go ahead and give the summary i'm gonna try to choke down some of this stuff all right uh i'm gonna take a sip of liquid courage too <laughs> this is about a homeless dude who falls in love with a blind girl and in the After he falls in love with this blind girl, he comes upon a drunken millionaire who becomes his best friend. (laughs) Only when he's drunk. Only when he's drunk. That was the part that I really laughed at because it's a great addition to this movie. Um, Yeah, this millionaire gives him whatever he wants. He's his best friend whenever he's drunk. Um, He's like, you're going to come live with me, buddy. Um, and then whenever he's sober, he doesn't recognize the homeless person, a.k.a. Charlie Chaplin. And then Charlie Chaplin tries to get close to the blind girl and make her think that he's a millionaire. Um, and he tries to help fix her blindness. 
and in the process gets arrested. <laughs> yes. It, it, I was not expecting that ending. I didn't like this movie. I'm going to stop with that comment. I didn't hate it. It was entertaining. I prob- It probably would not be a second time. Um, but there were some like little shticks that I thought were entertaining. This movie is completely ridiculous, though. Oh, I I can't tell you like one believable part of this movie. Yeah, um, it is. It is that from the opening scene where he is sleeping on that statue mm-hmm. to the closing scene of "We'll Get There." Yep. So Good. weird. Yes. Actually, the first thing I had to ask myself, and I I did answer my own question, was, does Charlie Chaplin really look like that, or is he wearing makeup? (laughs) The answer is, he's wearing a lot of makeup. (laughs) Didn't know. You can see his real eyebrows underneath the (laughs) bed. I don't know. And, like, he's kind of, like, a good-looking dude. I agree with you. I thought he was good-looking as well. Yeah, I was surprised, and but he has a really creepy smile. In the movie? Both. Oh, okay. Real life and movie. I think it's the way his teeth are, but I don't know if that's me to say. <laughs> oh, and here's another thing. I kept thinking that he was really, really short. Like, man, he looked like a little guy. I, just, I agree. I just Googled his height. Any guesses? 5'7". Five, 5'5". Five, five. He's a little dude. Okay. See, you structured that question to act like I was going to be surprised, but in reality, I would not have been surprised. I was surprised. I was expecting five eight five nine, not five five. It's a little guy. <laughs> he is shorter than us, <laughs> but I'm not going to call him a little guy. He's a little guy. <laughs> You can't put him in your pocket and carry him around with you. Can I talk about my first unbelievability? Please do. Did you notice how he kept like putting everything in his pants? Oh, yes. Like the fruit he put down his pants in the back. A handkerchief, the napkin from the restaurant. Um, yeah, he... Alcohol. <laughs> yeah, everything went into his pants. Why? Which I found surprising because something I, I did appreciate about this movie was the continuity with the hole in the back of his pants from the opening scene. He had the hole in the back of his pants the whole movie. So to continuously put things in the back of your pants, they're just going to fall out of that hole. fall out of that hole. It made no sense. No. So in the opening scene, he's sleeping on the statue that's being unveiled in front of hundreds of people. And they tell him to get down, which was a really confusing direction for him for some reason. I didn't understand. So I thought that was unbelievable. So as he gets off the statue, he slides onto a different part of the statue, which is a knife, and puts holes in his pants and then continues to wrestle on the edge of the knife. Yes. Which. How did he not injure his butt? I mean, how did it even happen? It's a statue. It's not a real sword. It's not going to happen. It's a slapstick movie. It's very slapstick. Yes. Um, So. Go ahead. Sorry. No. So 
that like encapsulated like my first like unbelievability that whole scene he's sleeping on the statue he doesn't understand that he has to get down the whole sword thing he still just won't get off of the statue yes after that whole situation i really couldn't handle charlie chaplin's whole look um so within like the first two three minutes of the movie i was like man he looks like something out of a horror movie like this made people laugh like i think it's like the dark eyes and like the hitler stash and like i don't know he reminds me of the doctor on house on haunted hill from the new version because the doctor also had a hitler stash and dark hair and dark eyes so maybe that stirred something in me yeah i didn't find his look didn't bother me at all not i mean not not this look Oh, well, he definitely had some creepy looks. Like, and I'm thinking about the boxing scene yes! when he kept looking at that guy undressing. That was whenever I was laughing out loud, actually. <laughs> that weird smile and batting his eyelashes so much that the guy felt uncomfortable and had to change behind the curtain, which he didn't really change. He just took off his pants and, and shirt. He already had, like, good pants on. I know! <laughs> Was it underwear? <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Okay. That does not get easier. It does not. And it's like you're just drinking a shot. Would, would simple syrup help? I was wondering about that. I don't, I think it would maybe balance the tartness a little bit. So maybe like half simple, half lime. Maybe. Yeah. I feel like it could only help. I got super nervous that I was running out of simple syrup and I can't find it anywhere. Really? Yeah. I can't find it anywhere. So I ordered some from Amazon and then I was like, oh, it's just sugar and water. Like, I can literally just make it. It's pretty easy to make. It's really hard to screw up. Yeah. Don't you just boil them together? Pretty much. Yeah. And, like, stir it. Yeah. So I was like, oh, maybe I'll be all right then. Um, I bought two bottles at Giant Eagle, and I looked at the expiration date, and it was three days ago. But then in my head, I was like, well, it's sugar and water. Does it really expire? That's weird. Right? Nobody... Nobody was doing their freshness. Nobody was changing out the the shelf stock. They have other things to worry about right now. Hey, alcohol. I don't know if you know this, but there's a pandemic. What? <laughs> you don't say. Did you see the fact? Did you see that Florida reopened their beaches today? Yeah, it seems like an unwise decision. It does, doesn't it? Yeah, it's it's uh. Let's all bake everybody in the sun and get them half naked and then cough. Just for exercising. You may not sunbathe. Oh. No no chairs, no coolers. You can walk along the beach and that's it. Interesting. I did not see that stipulation. So something else that was unbelievable to me moving on. Um, I mean, I'm skipping over the hole in the ground gag, even though I love that he was staring at that naked mannequin. Yes. Yes. He I was did think that was hilarious. So yeah, I laughed out loud at that too. I was like, "Is he? Is he just looking at that naked woman statue?" Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, that was cute. Um, when he meets the blind girl and he like is trying to stealthily watch her and sits at the edge by the water thing and she partly <laughs> fills up her bucket and then tosses it out for absolutely no reason. Cause she just fills it up again. Yep. I don't know. Is that like letting the water run for a second to like clean the, I don't know. I, to clean the pot that you're going to put more flowers in? I have no clue. Yeah. Oh, but I, sorry, really quick. I just want to give all of our listeners some info. If you do want to watch this movie, it's free on YouTube. But did yours, I think I maybe turned on subtitles by accident because mine had like Portuguese subtitles. No, I did not have those. (laughs) No, I did not have those. So if you do watch it on YouTube for free, it's the title's going to come up in Portuguese. But but it, it is. Yeah, it's fine. It does not matter because it's a silent movie. Well, they do have like cue cards every now and then. Like those little like time passing whatever or like speech yeah. bubbles and those are all in English. Yeah. Um, hey. Hey. Did you, did you know it's great to have in a romantic comedy? Suicide? How did you guess? Another attempted suicide, guys. We're not applauding suicide, guys. We're just marveling at how many romantic comedies include it. There are so, and it was like multiple times this millionaire tried to kill himself. Oh, oh boy. Pinched in the nose and taken a drink. Did it help? Yep. But I don't want to unpinch my nose. No, that did not help. I think it helped. All right. I'll check it next time I get a drink. Uh, Yeah. The suicide and how he was trying to commit suicide and then how they kept falling in the water. Completely unbelievable. To build, to expand on that. Did you notice that whenever Charlie Chaplin fell into the water, this guy took off his jacket and his shoes and wasn't even planning on going in the water. He was just going to the side to lift him out. Did you realize that? I didn't pick up on that. Okay. I was like, this guy, doesn't. he's not even diving in. He's just trying to help him out. <laughs> and then the guy yeah. says, I'm cured. You're my friend for life. That's what happens when you're drunk. Things just don't make sense. Yep. But this guy had this guy had some for realsies problems, though, that we'll get into because I have a couple questions about it. I can't wait. Yes. Well, they're not that groundbreaking, so maybe you can. (laughs) (laughs) Got it. Going back to the house and then the guy keeps pouring liquor down Charlie Chaplin's pants and neither of them notice. No, and then he's like, oh, we need some more alcohol. Full bottles of alcohol down your pants, and you don't realize it. No, it's bad. I was, I wrote in all caps, you're wasting good alcohol. And then he got that drunk off of two shots. I get he's only 5'5", but that was crazy. Wait, I can look up his weight if you want to know that, too. Where would his weight be documented with any accuracy? On comparecelebcom his weight is 165. 
Ooh, yeah, he does have a creepy smile. I'm gonna send this picture. I'm telling you, I'm gonna send this picture to you. I might post it on <laughs> Instagram too, <laughs> since we're talking about it. Yeah, good-looking guy as long as he does not smile. Oh my god, right? That's that's terrifying. Yeah, it's really bad. Do you think he's dead inside, and that's why his smile looks like that? I mean, he's dead inside and outside now. <laughs> 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 that was the dumbest thing I've ever said. So I think it's the picture. Like he's wearing a black jacket and it's a black background. So it's just kind of like a floating head effect right now. And he's looking downward. It's like he's trying to figure out his best angle to take a selfie no, and it's not working it's i th- i really think it's the lifeless eyes like his eyes are black and lifeless eyes. he has the demon eyes he does all I, right here we go i'm gonna try to pinch my nose all right do it oh my god it's such a big glass you need to stop with the ice it only gets in the way better I don't know. It's like, like I can still feel it. Yeah, it burns. I mean, me, more than like in a, it's wet. So you know what to do about play. That's what she said. <laughs> All right. We're just a little, what in the roll today? <laughs> the wisdom is flying. All right, so then him and his new buddy go out to dinner, and I couldn't figure out if it was an ice skating rink or not. God, you had something to say before that. So I just, I, I maybe I'm jumping the gun. I can't remember if this comes before or after, but doesn't he try to kill himself with a gun before they leave, or is that after? I thought that was after. Okay, then continue. But I could be wrong. I'm sorry, then go ahead. Because we do see the gun a couple different times. Yeah. And, so I, I'm not sure. And Okay. Keep keep going. So, no. Just the whole, di- like, the dinner thing. He couldn't walk on the floor. <laughs> like, I was like, is it, does he need ice skates? But it's not an ice skating rink. No, it's a dance floor. He just floor. couldn't walk. Yeah. His shoes were too slippy. The cigar gags that they were doing... I was like, no. And then he flings his cigar and it starts a fire in a woman's dress. And then he starts patting her bum to put it out. Yes. And surprise, surprise, the husband or boyfriend doesn't like that. I did think the gag with him eating the streamer instead of the pasta was very funny. (laughs) Oh, my God. I wrote that down. And I said, dude, you don't realize you're eating paper. Maybe the noodle, like the noodles looked pretty bland. It didn't look like oh, they had terrible. They're just plain noodles. Like these are rich people going to this restaurant and the dude is spooning out dry spaghetti on his plate. <laughs> yeah, it didn't look good. Like, come on, where's the caviar and champagne and whatever? Oysters. Pull out a roast or something that you can slice off. I guess they couldn't do a gag with roast. That's true. <laughs> roast does not resemble a streamer in any way, shape, or form. 
<laughs> so, I mean, I could talk about this scene for a really long time. Um, how did you feel about the tango that they were doing? Like the one where he was just spinning around in circles and hopping? No, like the professional dancers. Oh, oh, that was weird. I could (laughs) not. He was straight up beating her on the dance floor. Yeah, and it didn't look like an act. And I thought Charlie Chaplin's reaction was totally warranted. I did not even pick up on his reaction because I was too into like, is he for real strangling her right now? So his reaction was to break it up because he thought he was for real strangling her. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. And then he almost gets kicked out because everybody gets really mad that he's breaking up the dance. The dance in quotes, air quotes. That, I was afraid for her. Okay. So it was part of the gag. The it was. Gag. Yeah. Okay. And I will say that when everyone starts dancing and he's still sitting in a seat and there is this one lone woman who comes right by him and starts shimmying. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I loved her so much. <laughs> it was just, it looked like she was being electrocuted and like with, she was just moving her arms and her entire body not really dancing. Wasn't there a scene in Breakfast at Tiffany's where there was just a wild woman dancing? Yes. Or... Yes. It reminded it was me at the of house that. party. Um, I mean, all of the dancing in this movie was really good. Even at the house party that the millionaire has, all of the dancing there was top notch. I just cheers my microphone. <laughs> you did I did it again by accident. Yep. There it is. <laughs> Why are you still wearing a bra? You are no longer at work. Take that shit off. It's not a real bra. Yeah, but still. You sweat in that thing. I only wear mom bras now. Well, as in our mother bra. (laughs) Our mother's (laughs) bras that I gave her so much shit for wearing. And now that's all her shit for so much that she should not have gotten shit for. Because now it's like, oh my God, it all makes sense. The fanny packs, the mom bras, the mom jeans and jean, the mom jeans, putting your pant legs inside of your boots for all of that. Uh, Christmas sweaters. Mm -hmm. And then they're a huge fashion thing right now. Who would have thought? Not me. Right. You love them. I love them. I, I have like eight. So the main gag here that you you talked about with the summary was is that this guy only recognizes Charlie Chaplin when he's drunk, does not when he's sober. And that is so drunk. That is so drunk. And to maintain that level of drunkenness, like how long was this night where he picked him up on the bridge, prevented him from committing suicide to dawn right Mm -hmm. or was it passed on Mm -hmm. so i mean like seven hours eight hours it had to be longer and at no point did this guy slow slower sober up in the slightest no to get this guy charlie chaplin's brain no because no because i think it was past 5 a.m because the girl was selling flowers 
Mm-hmm. And she's not going to be out there doing that at 5 a.m. No, she wants she's got to do it whenever there's like heavy foot traffic. Yeah. So let's go seven or eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I just thought that was unbelievable. I thought it was unbelievable that Charlie Chaplin would accept the car after just one ask. He's like, you like it? Have it. It's yours. And he goes, okay. Like, there's no like, no, I couldn't like that. No, no. Are you sure? It's just like, oh, okay. Thanks. How much they kissed. There was a lot of kissing going on between the, the millionaire rich guy yeah, and yeah. Charlie Chaplin. I thought you were uh, talking about the blind girl. And I was like, there was a lot of hand kissing that made her swoon. No, like him and the millionaire kissed a lot. And Charlie Chaplin even climbed in his bed. <laughs> that was really funny. I <laughs> laughed out loud at that point whenever they woke up together. And then he was sober and didn't recognize him. And what didn't really freak out. He was just like, get out, man. I hated that whistle gag at the party. Yeah, it annoyed me too. I did like all the dogs though. Okay. <laughs> Unbelievable as that was. Yes. But yeah, the whistle gag was too much. He swallowed a whistle and then every time he burped, it was way too cartoonish for me. I laughed out loud whenever he was at that party and um, there was like a cheese, like a big ball of cheese or I think it was cheese and I know what you're talking about, and I could not tell what it was. I thought it was like a big thing of mozzarella. (laughs) I don't know, like a mozzarella ball. And then the person took it away because somebody else wanted it. And then this bald guy with like the exact same shape of like plate or whatever was sitting there. And he's trying to scoop this bald guy's head. (laughs) It was very funny. (laughs) You had to be there. You had to see it. Which you can do for free on YouTube. For free. Um, yeah, uh, like the, the next thing I I go forward a little bit, I go to, and we're not really talking about plot at all here, but that's okay. I feel like there wasn't a whole lot of plot. It was, he's in love with the blind girl and tries to help her get money. Boom. There's your plot. Yeah. That's really it. Um, he, when he was the poop cleaner, (laughs) the shit shoveler, the shit shoveler. Yeah. I like that a lot better. Um, one, I laughed when the elephant started walking down the street. That was very funny. Um, but he's washing his hands and he couldn't figure out what cheese was. It was cheese. So there was, hang on. I'm sorry, please. It, it, it'll be worth it. I promise I have to find this. Because I wanted, I was wondering if you were going to bring that up because I have a rebuttal. Oh my God. You found that believable? Are you ready for this? I don't know that I am, but let's give it a shot. Washington woman realizes she's washing her hands with block of cheese. A woman from Washington was baffled when her soap wasn't working, but soon realized she'd actually been using a block of cheese. This is from March 17th, 2020. What? It's cheese. So the reason that I knew about this was Alice sent it to me because, you know, both cheese connoisseurs, we like to think of ourselves as cheese connoisseurs. And 
who would waste good cheese like this? Does does it tell you what type of cheese it was? Oh, that's a really good question. Yeah, I'm interested. It looks like it's a piece of cheddar, but it doesn't explicitly say. But there is a picture. I just just realized my soap wasn't working because it's literally a block of cheese. <laughs> that was her quote. Why do you tell somebody that and then to actually have that like on social media or on the news or whatever? It was nope. Yeah. So I'm really glad um, that you brought that up. I was hoping you would. I feel predictable right now. <laughs> um, Come at me with your next unbelievability. I dare you. The guy had bubbles coming out of his mouth while he was talking because he took a bite of soap. Unbelievable. That's like... What about it? You got you got a rebuttal to that, bitch? No, I don't. Okay. <laughs> I, I really... I, I don't. Um, the whole boxing scene. Oh, my gosh. That... Yeah, that was pretty wild. He just got pulled I, into that. I did, I mean, I appreciated the whole, like, he was hiding behind the referee, and I thought that was really cute, but the whole, like, how the referee was handling everything, everything about that scene, from how he was doing it to the bat, like, in the locker room, everything about that was unreal. How he got the dinger string, (laughs) which sounds very funny, the bell string, the ding, ding, ding string wrapped around his neck. And every time he would try to sit down, it would go off and then he'd be back and then it'd go off and then they'd sit down. Uh, Yeah. And no one realized what was happening for like six dings. And that's where I think like maybe it's just the sinister like the cynicism of today that's like preventing this from being funny to me. I don't know, but I I just could not. I think a lot of slapstick humor has gone out the window and it's all like self deprecating humor and like that, like awkward trailing off. You know what I mean? It's more like sarcasm and wordplay. I don't know. No, I agree with that. I'm trying to think like the last kind of slapstick comedy thing that we saw. And I can't decide. Period or from this list? Period. Like, could I count Spy with Melissa McCarthy and Jason Statham? And could that be considered slapstick? I don't think so. I think again, and I, a lot of it's like swearing too and how they say their lines. Mm-hmm. I was thinking like the only thing that comes to mind is the Pink Panther movies with Peter Sellers. And I hate those. I actually do love them. I I know. You, Dad, and I think Bernard likes them too, but uh, I hate so them. So funny. Oh, what about um, like uh, the Naked Gun movies? It's been a hot minute, but I think so. Yeah. I think those like Robin Hood men and tights, oh. like, some of those could be considered slapstick, I think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Here's my question that I didn't get. 
where did the men with guns come from once the guy comes back from Europe? Like, was that a plot point that I missed? No, because I was scratching my head with that, too. Okay. So about, what, three quarters through the movie? Yeah, it was really close to the end. Charlie Chaplin gets back together with the millionaire guy. The millionaire guy just came back from Europe. And he's wasted. Yeah. He's on a bender. Charlie Chaplin gets there. They're best of friends. And then these guys with guns come out from like behind a curtain and hold them up. And then the police get involved. They're only going after the millionaire, though. Like, are they trying to steal? I don't know. I couldn't pick out if they were just regular thieves, if it was a like mob. Yeah, yeah, like if he was involved in something nefarious, like I couldn't figure it out. Hmm. So I was just really confused as to where those people came from. You were not alone. Okay, good. <clears throat> Got it. So yeah, the the whole policeman scene after that, like giving the gun to the butler, like all of that stuff I thought was un- unbelievable. The policeman shooting the gun at him. Pa pa pa. Like yeah, not how not how a gun works. No, I've never shot a gun, but I'm pretty sure it doesn't work like that. No. Okay. I, ha- I have shot a gun multiple times. Did, did your hand go like that? No. Okay. Did you stand there and like kind of look in all directions as you were shooting the gun, like? No, because that's not what you're supposed to do for safety reasons. <laughs> so weird. Well, it was the 1930s, so maybe they didn't understand how guns work then. <laughs> because that was a thing in It's a Wonderful Life, too. Do you remember at the, like, towards the end of It's a Wonderful Life? I don't know how often you've watched that movie. But at the end, when, like, George has been erased from everyone's memory... And Bert's coming after him in the middle of the street. And Bert just goes, everybody get down. And he just starts shooting into the crowd. Of I don't remember that. It's been yes. probably a couple Christmases since I've seen It's a Wonderful Life, though. So it's not fresh. Yeah. So just it's like no one really had a protocol for how to properly shoot into crowds, which I feel like the protocol is don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you don't have a clear shot as a policeman, don't don't do it. I don't know anything uh, though. And that's really like all of my notes. I felt like at the end of this I should have just been we should have just been like nothing was believable. Yeah. No, but it was kind of fun to delve into everything. Did you taste your new drink yet? No, but I'm very disappointed because it has more liquid. <laughs> So what did you do anything different? I did. I used a shot glass instead of my bar bar thing. Okay. So I think a a shot glass has more liquid than the bar shot, the bar ounce. That's not so a real thing. We put simple syrup in it. Oh, it made it a lot more easier to stomach. Do you did you not find that? Did you put simple syrup in yours? Yeah. I cut the lime in half. I did 15 mLs of lime and 15 mLs of simple, and it made it a lot easier to stomach. 
That's horrible. I mean, it's still not good, but I don't, it doesn't burn on the way down. Mine is more brandy heavy now. Do you find that? Maybe. However, having said that, I thought maybe that's why it's apricot brandy. <laughs> like maybe it's a little bit sweeter to cut through that tart. You know, what's funny is I have a blueberry brandy downstairs from um, Michelle and Edgar's wedding. There, it was their favors. I wonder what that would have been like. You could always have a third. I don't think so. Not with that Corona. Not with that Corona. Is it weird that the coronavirus like makes me want to drink Corona more? No. I think for everyone who's normal, it's kind of like a reminder of what you should be drinking. <laughs> yeah. It's like, like it's like whenever there was a whole petition against Wendy's for not using or for not getting their chicken, not killing their chickens in a humane way. Like I just kept seeing Wendy's in like the news and I was like, I want Wendy's now. This petition did nothing but make me want Wendy's more. <laughs> okay. That's a fast food chain. Like if you think they're going to take the time to humanely kill their chickens as they're giving you your 99 cent burger and nuggies, you got another thing coming. That's true. Go to a farm to table place. If you would prefer your chicken humanely killed. Or if you would prefer 99 cent chicken nuggets, suck it up and go to Wendy's. Yes. Hi, baby. Sorry. I like to think that they're all happy and healthy, but I know that's not true. I think chickens are dicks anyway. I try to do my part. I buy cage-free organic eggs and chicken breasts and chicken stuff now. Good for if you. If I can't find it in the pandemic. Right. But it's slim pickings out there. It is slim pickings. I mean, Target is still out of toilet paper. Guys, we're six weeks in here. The toilet paper will keep coming. Let's calm down. Listen, if you're concerned, buy an attachable bidet on Amazon and towel off. I, You've used a bidet before. <laughs> no. We tried to use a bidet, but it didn't work out so hot because the water shot down and we would have had to like touch our butts to the toilet. James thinks ours was broken. It was whenever we were in Italy and we were like, oh yeah, we're going to try out this bidet. And so like we're both sitting there like not naked, not trying to, we're just like playing with the bidet to see how it works. And we're both like, I don't. How do you put your button there without touching the seat, like without touching the bowl? Because like I don't want to touch the bowl. It's like a separate guy. Have you ever seen a bidet in action, like used? I mean, because it's weird to mm. ask that since someone would be like having to yeah. use the bathroom. So some close friends of mine have one of those Amazon attachments and they're obsessed with it. After they went to, I think Dubai, they got so obsessed with it that they needed to buy one. <laughs> really? Yeah. They love it. They're never going back. Okay. So follow up question. When they towel off afterwards, is it, do they just leave 
a towel by the toilet and both of them use the same towel? Ooh, good question. I'll have to ask. Yes. And then they're like, to tack on that, would you have to use the same towel as them or is there like a guest towel for your butt? There is only, they only have a bidet in their master bedroom. So unless I'm sneaking off to their master bedroom for some reason. <laughs> I don't know. So use the bidet. Yeah, that's true. I do I really want to use it the next time I'm over their house. Whenever that may be. Something, you know what they could do? They have a baby now. They could demonstrate it on the baby's butt for you. <laughs> ba- babies are there to do your bedding. <laughs> okay. Just have them do it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, what else was I going to say about toilet paper? Oh, so I had bought a mega roll. It had, I think it was one of those like 12 pack rolls. I bought it two weeks before this whole pandemic started. I still have two rolls and it's me and my husband. And there's been a period week in there, which you know, you're using more toilet paper during that. And we're still fine. So most of these people who are stocking up are like elderly people. I think. And like, what don't do you put that on old people? You don't know that. That's true. But like, where's the, what do you, what are you using it for? There was this video of a guy who was calculating how many, oh, I saw that, how much toilet paper. And he kept saying the word shits. Like you would have to do 220 shits. Uh, yeah. I think he like came out to like, you'd have to shit like 42 or 46 times a day to use all that toilet paper in two weeks or something like it was, or a month. It was crazy. I just got another 12 pack mega roll. And if you want some, I can mail you some if you need some. We joined Sam's club in like February when bought like a thing of toilet paper in February because we're like, eh, we'll use it. We'll go yeah, through it. Right. And so we still had like 31 rolls left come pandemic time. And I think we still have 16. So, yeah, I like, mean, I wasn't trying to look for toilet paper even until I had like three rolls left. And then I was like, okay, maybe I should make a priority now. Because yeah. that 12 pack is going to hopefully last until like summer, <laughs> I would think. The, the one thing that I was surprised, like I was able to get diapers, I didn't try toilet paper, baby wipes. Like I tried to get a box of baby wipes because I was down to one pack left. And you know nope, why? I was, I was able to get a two pack. You know why? No. Because people can't get Clorox wipes right now. So they're using baby wipes. That's not the same thing. Oh, I know. I'm just telling you why. But baby wipes don't sanitize a surface because you don't sanitize your child's ass. People see them as wipes that are cleaning surfaces. So. They don't get rid of germs. Allison, I can't get over this. It's not the same. Oh, I know it's not. I'm just telling you the reason why you can't find baby wipes. And I'm sorry from the bottom of my heart. (laughs) It's really puzzling to me how people are equating those as the same and they are not. Listen, this pandemic has brought out very good sides of minimal, minimal people and the worst in the most people. If that made sense. 
Because here's, okay, here's my thing with that. So you're buying baby wipes so you can sanitize surfaces when, yes, did I look for a thing of Clorox wipes? Sure. Could I find one? No. So you know what I did? I bought something in a spray bottle that I could spray things down with and wipe with a paper towel or a rag. There is plenty of cleaner out there. So I think the logic is people are taking wipes to like stores and like using it to hold onto their carts or wipe their credit cards down or wipe surfaces whenever they go to places. I'm saying this because I work in retail and I've seen it done. So you'll be there at the store Mm -hmm. and someone will take their debit card back and whip out a Clorox wipe and wipe it down right there. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. I've seen a lot of shit. I also saw a man. I feel bad because I say this knowing that there are no gloves available. I saw a man use an empty bread bag as a glove. And he was using it on the debit machine. <laughs> and I was I was making a point. I was like, I'm not going to bring this shit up. I'm not going to say anything about how innovative he is because he's not. I think he's an idiot. That's a lot. And then the other day, if you if stop me at any point, but I just sometimes you just can't hold it in any longer. Retail sucks, guys. So please rate, review and subscribe. <laughs> So I can get out of it. <laughs> um, or just if you appreciate people being in retail right now. Yeah. Rate, review, subscribe. That's better. Um, hi, kitten. Somebody was using a sleeping mask as a face mask. and Not the same. It only covers your mouth. People are having a hard time realizing that a face mask needs to cover your nose and your mouth if you have two breathing holes (laughs) yeah if it only had to cover your big breathing hole it'd be a whole lot more comfortable (laughs) the nose holes are what make it so hot when you're wearing a mask i guess it's three breathing holes technically for turtles it's four because they can breathe through their butts (laughs) thanks olaf like i haven't heard that fact do you every know day, sometimes twice a day for the past six weeks i knew that before olaf told me and do you know what it's called it's called a cloaca i did not know that yeah so go suck it it's a cloaca Bernard would like that <laughs> <laughs> i'm telling you these last couple drinks on the podcast they are just really strong boop, boop, hey, boop, boop, hey Mern. There's no way to shorten Minerva. 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 Beep, 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 beep. My name is Minerva. This is why she does things I don't like. It's okay. Like attacks your foot and gouges the shit out of it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's true. I did just find her in the sink, so I think she deserves it. You gotta put that foil on there. Oh, it's on there now. That was my mistake. She was licking some old sauce out of the sink. Like old oh, mayo chip. Oh, Millie has to be so jealous of her. I think she is. I can't, like, there's, it's only a matter of time before they realize, like, hey, we should team up. We could oh, get yeah. a lot of stuff done. Like, Millie could be eating all of the carbs right now that she wanted if the cat just, like, went on the counter, just knocked him off. Share. 
Do you think our listeners love listening to our pet stuff? I think that we lost a lot of people in the last eight minutes. (laughs) (laughs) We've been talking about nothing for an hour. (laughs) An hour. Okay, so let's get back to it then. Okay. Obstacles to them being together. He's a homeless person. She's blind. I don't think that's an obstacle. No, I think that works in his favor. (laughs) She she regains her sight. There's the obstacle. She's healed. And the way at the end when she goes, I think I have a conquest. (laughs) And they're making fun of him. I know. It was the most depressing end. It was very, it was not a good ending, guys. Like the last six to eight minutes. Like, because you're going through all the slapstick stuff. And yes, I did not like it, but it was lighthearted. Right. And then you get to the last six to eight minutes and shit got real. He gets arrested. He goes to jail for months. Months. And he comes out of jail without a shirt. Like, I know. And like, he is literally wearing rags, like tattered rags. The kids are making fun of him. The blind girl and her grandma, who he saved, make fun of him. Granted, she didn't know who he was until she felt his hands. But that did it. She felt his hands and she knew. She knew. (laughs) I've only felt hands as these once. All hands feel the same to me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, depressing ending. So, obstacles, he's poor and she regains her sight and she regains her sight (laughs) is is the millionaire's drunken behavior or sobering up maybe an obstacle i guess the sobering up is because he like doesn't get the money as easily as he would have liked to and i think that's how he ended up in jail so i guess the, the millionaire sobering up could be an obstacle. I think that's it for obstacles, though. Chemistry, I found really hard they it being ha- a silent movie. I, I didn't even think they had chemistry. I think that their contact was so minimal. Like I, th- I felt like the blind girl was barely in the movie. Like she didn't have a lot of screen time. I feel like it was just like a minor plot point, which is why I don't think this should really be considered a romantic comedy. Hey, that was it. It was in the credits, so it's a romantic comedy. What was in the credits? In the beginning, it said a romantic comedy. Oh. Or a comedy with romance or something like that in the beginning credits. So people weren't confused as to what type of movie they were going to watch. Okay. The Millionaire and Charlie Chaplin? I mean, they kissed more. They did kiss more. He ended up in bed with him. He did. I mean, don't, like, do you feel the same, though? If they had any chemistry to begin with, it was all ruined in the end scenes where she could see. Yeah, because that was she a just downer. Makes fun of him. Yeah. yeah, so it it becomes null and void. Um, the most chemistry in the movie that I saw was probably 
in the boxing scene with Charlie Chaplin, the referee, and the other boxer. I thought they played off of each other well. The dancing around, the footwork, the gads that went there. I thought those were the that was the best evidence of chemistry in the movie. Yeah, I mean, maybe they didn't. Maybe the bl- the blind girl. They don't have names except for James the Butler. <laughs> Um, maybe the blind girl and Charlie Chaplin don't have good chemistry because they hate each other in real life. I saw that. Hated each other in real life. Yeah. She was even fired. Well, he had to hire her back though. And I love how she got double her salary. (laughs) Oh, I did too. I thought that was awesome. Justice. What's, what's next? Chemistry. Um, we go to moment they fell in love. So I guess, do you have anything you want to put out there? So when talking about moment we they fell in love with this movie, I would say that for him, it's definitely a love at first sight type deal, mm-hmm. which you can make the argument for that that means it's not real love. Yes. But he likes her look. He thinks she's sweet. He feels pity for her. Um, all that kind of stuff. So I, I think for him, it was, it was a love at first sight kind of deal. Um, for her. Is it the moment that, um, he, they touched hands because I, or like he kissed her hand. Cause that's what com- I thought. He comes to her house and, like spends time at at least that's the feeling that you get from the movie yes so i guess like over the course of his visits she falls in love with him is what i would have to say however how much of that is love and how much of that is he's bringing else talks to her oh because he was bringing her things he was was he? Yeah. Like he brought her groceries and shit. Because no one else pays attention to her. Yeah. And like not a lot of money, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't know what her feelings are towards him. You're supposed to think love, I think. Well, this is a romantic comedy after all. That's right. As we were told. <laughs> but is it? a lack of attention from other people or he gets her things and helps her live. And what does she do? What did, how does she repay him by laughing at him? Because she also thought he was rich. Mm -hmm. So you have to, I guess that's a good point that you bring up. Do you then factor that it in that she thought he had money. So she fell in love with him. Yeah. If she knew that he didn't have money would but I feel like she should have made the connection that whenever he was like, I'll bring you your $22 back in the morning. Like, why couldn't he just like give her the cash right then and there? Right. If you're a millionaire, you're going to have $22. Well, wait, wait, what did I looked up how much that was? $22 cash. You probably wouldn't have had because in today's dollars, that was $436 and 81 cents. Okay. So that's a lot of money to keep in your wallet. Yeah. That's true. Um, 
Yeah, I it's it's a tough one. Do you think they stay together? Can we can we make the jump that they got together? No, I dis- I don't think so. I don't think we can say that they got together. No, because I think she just looked at him in pity and they would have gone their separate ways and she would have like thanked him or whatever. Yeah, I don't see them being together. I think now that she has her site, she has they actually have a flower shop now. She's going to have guys coming in and you get the feeling or at least I got the feeling that she was turning down guys because she kept waiting for her rich guy aka Charlie Chaplin and the now tramp. that she knows yeah yeah now that she knows he's just a homeless guy do you think they not- do you think they've fucked whenever she was blind no absolutely not it was the 1930s that doesn't mean anything People didn't know how to do that back then. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Children were a happy accident, just like in a Bob Ross painting. <laughs> oh, yes. Iconic scene. I'm ready for you. Oh, you have one? I do. All right, go. I think it's the boxing scene from start to finish. Yeah, I thought it was a tough one for me. Like, I that's definitely the most famous scene, I think. And you read the facts, so you know, like everyone would come to watch it live or being shot. Oh, I know, I I didn't because a lot of the facts were too long, so I skimmed. Oh, I have a lot of stuff from the facts written down. Okay, cool. Because I did, I skimmed. Um, I, but I I also have him asleep on that statue as a possible iconic scene too. So when they like pull the drop cloth off and you see him in the statue's lap, I also thought that could have been an iconic scene. Yeah. But I, I always like it whenever we have the same iconic scene because I feel like it proves that it is an iconic scene. So I'm going to pretend that you said boxing. It's the most famous. And I also thought it was probably the most well done. It was Mm -hmm. definitely something that I thought was funny. And I think I counted what, like three things I thought was funny in here. So final thoughts. All right. Lay them on me. All right. So some facts here. The first flower scene was shot 342 times. Oh my God. Because he couldn't figure out a believable way that the blind girl would think she had met a millionaire. 342 times. That's a lot of times. That's obsessive. Well, and like, I don't know how much you gleaned from your reading, but it seemed like that was him. Yeah, it seemed like he was a big asshole. It really does yeah and like it seemed like and i have a hard time saying this but it seemed that he liked his women young oh did you read that fact that was where i stopped and started down my wikipedia wormhole to look up all of his wives and like scandals and getting random people knocked up and going to court and all this stuff oh whoa whoa whoa, whoa. stop okay okay so the quote that was in the in the imdb facts the quote was um someone asked her about her relationship with 
blind the, the blind Virginia girl Cheryl, yeah yeah um with charlie chaplin she said i was 20 charlie liked them younger mm-hmm. and then from there what did you find out so i didn't see how young his first wife was but his second wife was 16 and he was 35 and it was not legal. They actually had to go to Mexico to get married. Oh. And they had to do that because she was already pregnant. Oh. Yes. And that second marriage ended because, well, I guess it was either his second or his third marriage. He was married four times. And then his fourth wife, whether it was happy or not, they were together until he died in 77. Um, and they had 11 children. Well, eight. And then... His last wife and him have eight, eight kids. Yeah, he has eleven in total. Um, but one of it was either his second or third marriage ended because of this whole scandal where he knocked up the somebody that he was having an affair with, who was also very young, and she took him to court for a paternity suit. And um, I think they had to settle because if he pleaded not guilty and he was found guilty, he was going to go to jail for twenty two years. Wow. Because of how young she was? I don't know. The details were a little hairy, but that's what Wikipedia said. So it's for sure accurate. (laughs) But I mean, even from that, like even like public scandals and like knocking up people and like, obviously he was not a good guy. No. Like, you get the feeling that he was a real big asshole. Yeah. And, like, it seemed like he schmoozed with a lot of people because I saw some names in, like, the trivia. Like, you saw Albert Einstein. You saw Winston Churchill. You saw, like, famous artists. Um, Yeah, you did. It just seemed like he was a dick. Rarely did you see, like, that they hung out or formed relationships. You heard they came and saw a showing of a movie. He filmed this with Winston Churchill. They liked this movie. You didn't see like, Oh, they hung out or, Oh, he really influenced this. You just saw that they had spent a small, short period of time together. And that was it. Yeah. But it just seemed like how he treated the people in the movie that he would act out every part before it was shot. So they could see how it was shot. Like all that kind of stuff. It was weird. And the time it took to film the movie. Three years? Something like that. I stopped reading at that point. I think it was around three years for an hour and 27 minute movie. And also $1.5 million back then. It was $1.5 million. That's insane. So in today's terms... $29,782,500. Whoa. For this this movie. Yep. Because they built a river. That river, they built a river for this movie in Charlie Chaplin's studio. Why would they not just build a pool and focus in on just like, like, what? They built a five acre river five acres yes and it was only 15 grand which i thought was very cheap i mean back then i guess that's super expensive but i don't know 
I don't know how much 15 grand is now, but out of $1.5 million, like to build a five acre river. That was only 15. Yeah. Yeah. And then like those streets and stuff, those were all built. That was a stage set that wasn't in like a real town. So like all that stuff got built for this. It was crazy. They built a river for this. Like you said, all you needed was a pool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he, I guess he was a real prima donna. I wonder if he had to write, direct, and star in every single one of his films because he couldn't have it any other way. Yeah. I don't know. That's a good question. Ooh, here's a question. Play it on me. <laughs> Get ready. From the knowledge I have just given you, who's worse, Woody Allen or Charlie Chaplin? <laughs> Wow, I did not see that question coming. It just came to me. Um, they both seem go. like they both seem like real shits. I gotta go, Woody Allen. I'm leaning towards that too because we've had to watch more of his movies. I marrying your adoptive daughter. Yeah, that's that's rough. But remember how we were talking about Charlie Chaplin's autobiography? Yes. I was thinking about it. I don't want to read that. I want to read somebody else's biography on him because I don't want to read his autobiography because it's probably super biased. He's going to he's going to spend stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. Um so another thing I wrote down. There were there were a lot of facts. I did not write down everything. Um but here here look at this. So, can you read that? Top 10 romantic comedies presented by AFI. Number one, and City look at Lights. The yeah. Number one, City Lights. Number two. Oh my God. Number two. No. Number two is Annie Hall. No. Oh. Oh, God. Okay. Number three. I've seen this. You have not. No, but I know that you love it. I do. All right. So I think all of the movies on here. Actually, no. Number seven is not on the Rotten Tomatoes list. Number seven is Adam's Rib. Oh, it has Cary Grant and Born Yesterday Lady. No. Adam's rib does not have Cary Grant in it, but it does have Catherine Hepburn in it. What? Yeah. Doesn't Sorry. it have the Born Yesterday lady in it? I don't know. I don't know. I do, like, that is striking a chord with me, but I'm not sure. Okay. Um, eight is Moonstruck. Ooh, I approve. Yeah. Number nine is Harold and Maude, which I feel like we have to watch at some point, but I don't want to watch it. Oh. I've never seen it. Do you know what it's about? Nope. Take a look at that picture and see if you can figure it out. An old lady and a child? I I think he's late teens, early 20s. I hope they don't bone. Oh, my God. <laughs> what was that? 
you, did you watch The Office all the way through? And there was that fake movie with Cloris Leachman and yes. Jack Black. <laughs> yes, that was so good. Oh, wait, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Because I wanted to get the ages of all of his wives whenever he married them. Okay. So bear with me here. Um, First wife. <laughs> it's just wild. I didn't read this part. First wife, Mildred Harris, married her when she was 16 because she had revealed that she was pregnant with his child. So he married her quietly in Los Angeles to avoid controversy. The pregnancy found to be false. Um, they <gasps> She faked it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Marriage ended a couple years later and quote unquote what because they were irreconcilable irreconcilably mismated okay i'm sorry you fake a pregnancy i'm i'm divorcing you that day mm-hmm. okay second wife lita gray she was 16 he was 35 under california law the whole statutory rape thing discreet marriage in mexico um, I'm sorry. So I must have read the first thing because she was not pregnant, but they got divorced in like two, like two years later. Okay. So I want to, the f- first wife and the second, no, the first wife was the one who was supposedly pregnant, but she faked it. They were okay. married for two years. The second wife also 16. They did have a child, but then they divorced two years later because they were very unhappy. Okay terribly bored i find this fascinating no i'm wrestling within myself like oh okay it's not fully developed until you're 23 24 so like so he met his third wife his third wife it was better she was 21 21 and i think he was probably 40s fourth wife they were only married for a few years. And then he married somebody named Una O'Neill. What movie is that, Una? Stardust. Thank you. Yeah. Love that movie. Oh, it's so good. Fourth wife, we're reverting. She's 18, he's 54. Eight children. Hope she got his money when he died i hope so too she was cute too how old was he when he passed 88 he lived a long life okay so she was but she probably still had a bunch of years left since she was (laughs) so we're thinking um yeah she did she had not too too many she only had um 16 well, I hope she enjoyed his money. Me too. And I hope that she found some other peeps. Literally peeps? Yes. <laughs> I hope she found younger peeps than his peep was. Yes. Although she apparently used it but, and used it often. You know, isn't that wild though? Like, I, w- I never knew any of these scandalous facts about Charlie Chaplin, and that's what I really focused on during this whole thing. Yeah. Well, you had to focus on something because the movie wasn't good. I, I know you said it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad, but it just didn't have any, like, substance. That's my qualm with it. It's like it's it's there. Yeah. 
it's not like it's not moving it doesn't have a great story it's just slapstick humor and like to go back to something small like enough said it's not well known yeah there's not a lot of maybe a laugh out loud moments but there's a good story there. You care about the characters. You can feel their relationship developing. It's convincing. This was far from it. Mm-hmm. No, I like you didn't. Like I didn't feel that they really loved each other. Mm-hmm. There wasn't enough development. It was too focused on Charlie Chaplin. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, there were there were the, the rom com coincidence was there. I felt like. I felt like the rom-com coincidence happened. Like he went to her apartment right when the doctor was there. So he knew she was sick. Oh, when he was spying on her. Yes. When he was peeping, literally peeping through her windows. Yes. Which he did a number of times and he was caught once. Really strange. It It was so romantic. I love it when men spy on me. Yes. I, and I don't know because I'm blind. So they're taking advantage <laughs> of me. <laughs> so romantic. <laughs> I wish that we could turn <laughs> dead inside and outside <laughs> into a t-shirt, but that would just be wrong. <laughs> because I think that is the dumbest and funniest thing I've ever said. <laughs> Because I'm still thinking about it, and I know you're not supposed to laugh at your own jokes, but it wasn't really a joke. <laughs> but I was like thinking of it and being like, oh, it's so dumb. <laughs> Did you finish Gosh. your drink? <laughs> oh, my drink's done. Nice. Yeah. I found the second one not as bad. I really, d- yeah, I think the simple syrup helped balance out, balance out some of that tartness. Would I drink this drink again? Absolutely not. I will never ever make this drink again what was it called the charlie chaplin the charlie chaplin yes now granted it was not a true charlie chaplin i don't think it would have been better i yeah if if one of the ingredients was like campari no way so this is number six on the list what's number five? Oh wait do we want to rate martini glasses before we do that sure you go. Two. <laughs> I agree. I'm giving it a, a two. I. It's not a good story. It's not a good story. Like you said, there's no substance to it. The lack of dialogue, the lack of the romantic interest being in the movie, it's just not good. You and I love older movies. And mm-hmm. a lot of them... I mean, sometimes they're like a little inappropriate now, like culturally insensitive, but they're still funny and they're still have a good story. But this is just, it didn't stand the test of time. Like what's the, what's the next one? Oh, the next one is the lady Eve. Never watched the lady Eve. What number is the Philadelphia story? Three. Okay. Never I mean, seen that either. These are all a- movies on my watch. Like Philadelphia story, his girl Friday, Um, it happened one night, the lady Eve, they're all on like my watch list, even before this list. So I'm very excited to watch the Philadelphia story taught like culturally inappropriate. Like within the first five minutes of the movie, Cary Grant face palms, Catherine Hepburn into the ground, like just throws to the ground. And you're like, 
you can't do that nowadays. But no, nope. somehow you just laugh move past it. Yeah, yeah, you laugh and you move past it. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like bringing up baby in that way. I think. Yeah. There's some insensitive things in that, how she fakes being attacked by her leopard. (laughs) There is nothing more culturally insensitive than Mickey Rooney playing an Asian man. Uni Yoshi. Yeah. I know. It's so bad. Nothing is more inappropriate than that. I think you're right. So maybe we're wrong. Maybe the borderline pedophilia and me, you, and everyone we know. Or Manhattan. Yes. That's not borderline. That's like for real. Yeah. Maybe. Like, although she's 17 and he's 35, like it's questionable, like where the legal line is. Um, You know, it's funny. And dad always says this, too. It's like, Cary Grant's a man who's not afraid to hit his women. And that's true. And that is not appropriate. (laughs) I don't know if I remember dad ever saying that in his life. He always said it during Father Goose. You ever see that movie? Oh, multiple times. It's a great movie. And I think it would be a wonderful addition to this podcast. But he does hit hard, that movie. And Yeah. After she hits him. Right? Doesn't she hit him and then he hits her? I can't remember because there's a couple hitting scenes. <laughs> you know. Guys, sometimes things just go better with alcohol. So we have a few drinks. Pop in one of these movies. Uh, yeah. Man. Cary Grant. What a What a guy. What a weirdo tripping on acid and having orgies and shit. Hey, he tried to get Carrie Fisher off of it. I give him credit. Yeah. After he realized his mistakes, I suppose. I don't know if he ever did. I know nothing about the situation. I'm just saying stop. (laughs) The moral of the story is don't do acid because that shit stays with you. Don't do acid. Don't hit women. Don't marry somebody who's under 18. <laughs> I mean... Well, look on your face when you said that. It was like a... I shouldn't say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. Face. <laughs> Wait until they're 21. Until they can drink. I mean, you know, whenever people date somebody and they're like 45 and the person's like 19, like, what do you do? If you can't, like, go out to, like, a nice dinner and drink or, like, a bar or whatever. Like, what do you... Movies? Netflix. Netflix and chill. Netflix and chill. Gross. Parks. No. Nope. I don't like it. Don't... Travel. I guess you go Yeah, have a bowl of clam chowder in the San Francisco Bay and enjoy the seals. What? Where did that come from? I'm just thinking about getting away from the house. Oh my god. San Francisco is the first place that came to mind. I'm I'm dying here. Alright. Thanks for listening. 
please rate, review, and subscribe, please, because retail is terrible right now. Um, And then tune in for our next movie, which will be The Lady Eve, another classic old movie. Um, I've never seen that. Yeah, me neither. So very interested. I honestly don't even know who's in it, but we will find out. All I know is Barbara Stanwyck. That's all I know. Oh, okay. Okay. So this and is... I don't know if I've ever seen her in anything else. Okay. I know. She... It doesn't matter. I was going to say, I, I know, know she's the like name. a 30s like, popular actress. Okay. Until next time. Watch up. Drink up. And Except this drink. Don't drink it. And cheers. Cheers. <laughs>